You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. The segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by our friends at Kugler Vision. Obviously, Kugler Vision um, not open right now, but Nate, what, what's the latest you can share about our good friends at Kugler Vision? Well, yeah, Kugler Vision is still doing their, their part to flatten the COVID-19 curve. Um, and the big thing right now is is the virtual post-operative checkups that they're uh, allowing for, for patients and, um, and new patients, too. You can go to KuglerVision.com, take the quiz to see what, um, what vision correction fits you, and you can meet virtually with the doctors uh, and, and hopefully schedule an appointment uh, for an in-person meeting uh, here sooner than later. But uh, great stuff at KuglerVision.com. Go to the website and check it out. All right, Nate, Nebraska football recruiting suffered you know a surprise blow over the weekend um yeah one that i don't think people were expecting at least the timing of it they weren't expecting uh peter costelli the mission viejo four-star quarterback that nebraska has really been on since day one of the 21 recruiting cycle um announced that he was going to utah over the weekend um this days before he told you that he had planned to take what three or four more trips um, and did not plan to make an announcement until those visits were completed. Yeah, it, it was uh, a surprise. And like you said, it, not necessarily a surprise to me that he didn't end up at Nebraska. I, I, w- I didn't think that he was a lock by any means, but the timing of it all was very surprising. I actually – I had exchanged a few messages with him. Um, you know, I was looking to, to, to do an interview with him, and he said that he would do an interview uh, after the holiday weekend, after Easter, and um, I still was able to, to ask a couple questions, and, and he said, yeah, I was, I was planning on visiting Nebraska on March 14th, and, and in addition to Nebraska, he was going to go to you know, four or five other schools and, and take those unofficial visits during the spring, uh, but obviously the the whole COVID nineteen outbreak and everything is is uh, with the recruiting dead period that kind of squashed all those plans. Um, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, what does that have to do? How does that impact your your timeline? And and he said, well, it impacts it a lot because I was going to take those visits, figure out which official visits out of those schools I was going to take, and then make a decision in the summer. And now I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm pushing everything back. Uh, you know, I'm kind of just going to stand pat and, and wait until the the coronavirus blows over, um, and then take the visits and the officials. And um, and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be a situation where he's going to be on the market for a while. And um, lo and behold, you know, 24, 48 hours later, he's, he's committing to Utah. And, and so I, I was surprised by the timing of it all. Um, you know, and, and that was, you know, Nebraska's top quarterback target. I mean, they were the very first school to offer him on June 1st of last year, right after the spring evaluation period got over with. Um, you know, after Nebraska offered, he blew up and gained, you know, seven to 10 other offers from schools all over the country, pretty much every power five conference. So, um, you know, and he fit what Nebraska wanted to do, obviously. And, uh, and they were taking a slow approach with it. They obviously with the, the quarterbacks they have in their room, they don't, they don't need to, to go out and, and push for a commitment right away. I think that they're, they're taking a slow and del- deliberate approach and to find the right guy, uh, both athletically and mentally, because whoever they get in this cycle is going to be walking into a situation where he's going to have to uh, put in their time and, and kind of work for everything they get, every rep that they get in practice, uh, just based off how they've recruited. So 
um, yeah, it's it's the big question now is where they go next. Yeah, and and that I think led a lot of discussion, Nate, to Carney Catholic's Henrik Harburg, um, the very talented six foot five um, prospect, um, lived in Nashville for part of his life, um, but you know his dad played at Nebraska. His mom, I believe, was an Oklahoma State track athlete. Um, so there are connections to Nebraska. Um, Nebraska has been in touch with Henrik for a long time. Mario Verdusco has kind of kept him under his hat. Uh, Boston College, though, I think really changed the conversation of his recruiting this past week, becoming the first Power Five offer to Henrik Harburg, um, where, you know, all of a sudden maybe that expediates things. Where do things sit with Nebraska maybe moving their attention towards Henrik Harburg? Well, the the – where things were before the Peter Costelli commitment, you know, Nebraska was still wanting to see uh, Harburg throw in person before they offered. Obviously, they've been recruiting him. They talk all the time. Uh, he's been to campus a couple times, and, and they, they, they really like him. But they were wanting to kind of get hands-on with him at a camp uh, or at least watch him throw in person during the spring evaluation period. Well, that's not going to happen now. And so, um, you know, I, I still think, like I said, they, they were taking a slow and deliberate approach to all this. And, and I think that's going to remain the case. But uh, that, that Boston College offer, that first Power 5 offer, you know, kind of that it could open the floodgates a little bit. Uh, you know, he has been getting plenty of attention from Auburn and, and uh, Oregon and, and, you know, a handful of other Power 5 schools. You know, does, do they go ahead and, and say, you know what, we're, we're, we don't know when we're going to be able to see him in person or, may, you know, make a special trip out to Kearney, but we're going to roll the dice and, and throw out an offer. And so if that happens, I think Nebraska will have to be proactive and go ahead and, and offer before they, they watch him throw in person. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of expecting that to be the case. I don't know if it'll be this week or next week, but I, I would imagine – I wouldn't be – I'll put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets an offer – uh, before the this recruiting dead period is over with. They will take a quarterback, in your opinion, no matter what, right, this year? I mean, that, that, that is the blueprint. You have to take one every year. The blueprint for Nebraska is they take one every single year. doesn't matter – um, you know what their quarterback room looks like doesn't matter what kind of what kind of guys that they're on or, or who has fallen off the board they want to take one quarterback every single year because you never know I mean all it takes is for one guy in that room to transfer and then for the starter to go down with an injury um, and and your the complexion of your entire quarterback room and quarterback situation is is changed and so that's that's how they approach every single year is, is one quarterback every year and the offers continue to right Nate I mean are you seeing more twenty twos going out are they still doing a lot of twenty ones yeah that's the interesting thing about it is is I would say here over the last week or two they've probably offered four to six 2022 quarterbacks. And so they've been very proactive there, but they have not offered any 2021 quarterbacks. Um, and so, you know, my take on that is that they have uh, been watching a lot of film, obviously. And, and I think in a lot of cases they've, you know, Mario Verduzco has seen some of these 2022s in person already, um, you know, and, and just was didn't feel the need uh, to, to offer right away or wanted to see a little bit more. Uh, but with the way things are right now, I think that uh, a lot of these guys, you, the Nebraska liked them enough and, and also needed to be a little proactive in, in offering some of these guys so that they weren't completely by the, behind the eight ball um, you know, when, when the 2022 cycle really gets, gets going. Well, lots to keep tabs on this weekend. Obviously, the virtual spring game going on uh, with Nebraska. But next week, NFL Draft Week. Uh, make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com as we'll have everything covered from recruiting to the draft. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.